invest your time in the best possible way. You came to the church. Father, do you want to sit down? I want to hear you. Oh, oh. I'm in trouble. <laughs> <coughs> so, so, and I would like to thank God who gave me the opportunity to be here today in Athens, in Athens, Georgia, which is a sister city with the ancient Athens of Greece that goes back 3,000 years and again with a full of history. And this Athens also is copying from the old Athens with the universities, with education, with these wonderful things. And of course, we have here St. Philothea that is connected again with St. Philothea of Athens. And you are doing a beautiful job here. And I would like to thank Father Anthony for whatever you are doing here, Father. And I know that you are traveling because of the iconography, but also you have time for the students here, for the people here. And I'm very thankful to you for being a priest in our metropolis. I would like to thank also the choir. I came here once upon the time that there was not a choir, and, and the presbytera was trying to help. And, uh, and, and, and you were complaining that you didn't have good choir. And today, look here, a beautiful choir. God bless you. You are the best of the village, I would say. Thank you for that. But today, because I came here, Dr. Kokinis and Mr. Leferius, who is a student of the Conservatory School of the Georgia uh, University, and he came from Greece here, his father, is a graduate of the Athoniad Academy where I'm coming from, and he's a good chancellor, and his son is a good chancellor. So Dr. Godinis and Mr. Glatelis, they decided today to come here to surprise me. And it was a wonderful surprise. Thank you very much for what you are doing. Once in a while, even to surprise the mission. That's a wonderful thing. What's going on? <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and of course, I came this morning, and guess what? Kiriakos was waiting outside for me. <laughs> and then the other man, Nikodimos, was waiting. And they came there, and Matthew later on, and uh, the wonderful Merha Yakovos. And that is a wonderful thing that helping the Holy Alpha. And today I would like to tell you that uh, last week, in our Sadaoses, we had a beautiful event, that is the Holy Synod, the gathering of the Holy Synod. We have eight bishops here in the United States and the Archbishop. But we didn't have Bishop of Chicago, so we were seven bishops and the Archbishop, eight all of us. So we got together and we had to discuss various things of what is going on in our metropolis, in our Sadhouses, in our church in America. And we spent Wednesday, Tuesday and, I mean, Thursday and Friday. And then yesterday, we had the ordination of the new Bishop of Chicago, Nathanael. Did you see that? So in today's society, we cannot be hide. And that's a wonderful thing. And uh, Bishop Nathanael, now Metropolitan Nathanael, is a person that I love here because I know him from the time that he was a teenager. He has been born in Thessalonica, but he came to the United States very early. He grew up in Bronx, so he was coming to Astoria because we had a big hoya in Astoria of New York, and I was a pastor there. So I knew him, and I know him from many, many years. And then he studied, and he's a wonderful man. And we have to pray for him, like we have to pray for all the bishops, because the bishops are 
like in military degenerations. And the devil throws rocks on the generals because they know if they get the general, they get the, they get the whole army. And for this reason, we have to pray for them, for the bishops, including myself, because we are mean for prayer of the people. And today I came here, and uh, after a beautiful Sunday of last Sunday that we had the elevation of the Holy Course, we came here today to pray once again. And Father Anthony read a beautiful passage of the Holy Gospel that have been taken from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. And here is a wonderful thing. And I would like you to pay attention. Because our church through the ages, because the church has been created of the Son of God, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ has not created the gospel like the Protestant says. And perhaps, do we have any Protestant today here? So I would like you to know that you are written somewhere in your own way. But still you are in the same tree. But you are somewhere in the branches. And you have to find a way to come down to the roots. So Jesus Christ has not written a gospel. He has spoken, he has traveled, he has performed marvelous, uh, miracles, but he has not written that they say to us. The Holy Gospel came later on in the 3rd century and the 4th century. Of whom? Of the church. He created the church. And he told to the church that I believe in you, but I'm not going to let you alone. I'm going to send you the Parakletos. The Parakletos is a Greek word and it derives from the verb Parakletos, which means I'm asking, I'm begging you. So we have here the Parakletos that we have to ask him for things that we have and for which we are in need in this society, in this community, in this life. And the Parakletos is the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Holy Trinity. So we are believing in the Holy Trinity. And he repeatedly spoke about his father, and of course about himself, and of course of the Parakletos. That's why we believe in the Father, in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. And when he, according to St. Matthew now, in the end of his gospel, he said he gives directions, he gives an order, he gives guidance to his disciples, and he said to them, go again and preach to the people, teach about what has been transpired, and baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, using the verb baptizing, that means that we have to be baptized like him into the water. And that's what we are doing even today in the Orthodox faith. That's why they call us Orthodox, which means we are trying to keep the right. And for this reason, we are very, very important in the society, but at the same time, we have responsibility, great responsibility, that we have to teach and to share these things with the other people who are brothers and sisters in Christ. Now Jesus Christ, according to St. Mark in today's Gospel, he is preaching. <clears throat> and when he was preaching, many people, a multitude of people, they were gathered together to listen to him and to see him. Some of them, they were going there to criticize him. And now a father is coming. And his son is living under the power of the evil spirit. And he is explaining very clearly 
that sometimes the evil spirit put him in the fire to be killed, sometimes to the world to be killed. And I came here and I'm asking you and I'm begging you to cure him, to free him of the Holy Spirit so he can enjoy the life. Because another thing is that the life is an enjoyment. And in order to enjoy the life, we have to meet and to be closer to the source of life. And who is the life? God. He said, I am the life. And therefore, if I have life, that means has been given to me from there. Like the wall is coming from a stream, from somewhere. And this is going on and on and on. So now, Jesus Christ looks at him, and he started questioning him. And Jesus Christ asked him, do you believe? Because to the person who believes, everything can happen. And now this father, it seems according to the Holy Father that I tried to translate and to put the gospel in our, in our mind, they were questioning his faith. He was not a faithful person. That's why Jesus Christ is asking him, do you believe? Because if you believe, everything can happen. So now he's replied to Jesus Christ. And he says, in the, in the states of hardness, he was very humble. He says, I believe, but I would like you to help me be a believer. Which means, I want to believe, but I don't know what to do. Help me. So this is the state that we are even today. We want to believe, but how we can believe? Because faith is something that is coming from above. Faith is something that has a wonderful meaning, heavy meaning, powerful meaning, but it's not a subject that we can touch or we can feel. It's a spirit, and it's coming from above. And since it's coming from above, we have to, have to ask God to help us. And that's why the monks and the nuns, the people that are dedicated to God, that's what they are, they are praying. And they are asking God, help us pray. Help us pray. And if the monks and nuns, that they have given their life to worship God, they are doing it, they are thinking that way, you can understand about what's happened with me and with you. So we have really, like these men, to ask God to strengthen the faith that we have. Because many times we are doing things and we are thinking that we are good people. For instance, many times we are coming to the church and we are thinking that we are going to church to pray. But then thoughts are coming. Then we are weak. And then things are happening. And our mind is not with us. Well, our heart is here, our body. But our mind, who knows where travels. And we have to work for that. But in order to work for that, to control our mind, to be with us in the church with, where our body is, that means that we need help. That's why the monks, they say, help us to pray. And they are going farther, farther, and they're asking, and for what to pray? Which means we don't even know for what to pray. Many times we are praying, many times we are asking the saints, and many times we are asking the Panagia for things to happen us. For the person that seek to be cured, for the person that is going to the university to be a good student. And I tell you, we are asking for things, 
that they are materialistically oriented. We want this, we are asking for things in order to support our ego, our need, to fulfill our need. And I will share with you a story. My father lived 96 years. Next, not 96 years, it's almost a, 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 a hundred years, a century. He was never sick. When I say sick, seriously sick. Of course, he had stomachache, he had headache. But he was never, he was a strong man. And now, he died. And he died very, very, how can I say, very, very peacefully. He had a conversation with my brother that evening. My brother goes to live. And my father is asking him, can you help me to lie down in my bed? My brother tries to help him. And as he was fixing himself in the bed, he departed. It's a beautiful thing. And now my brother calls me. And he says, our father died. And I became sad. sad. And with a mind, I know what is happening. That thank God that he lived so many years. Thank God that he was not sick. Thank God that he didn't bother anything, anyone. Thank God that he was not suffering. And, so, and again, so many beautiful things and in the life. But with my mind, I was sad. All I knew was God. Why? Because from my heart, I lost something. <coughs> the father, and I'm going to be an orphan, although I was 70 years old. But still, you're losing your father, or your mother, or your child, or your parent, and again, or your friend. And because we're losing something, with the feelings, we are feeling that mix. And because of that, we don't understand what the mind has inside, what we have learned. And before there, even the faith disappears. Because with the mind, you know everything. But what when you die? But with the feelings, we are missing something. And that is the ego. That I'm crying, I'm suffering, because I lost the thing that I lost. It takes time until the mind will communicate with the heart the feelings. And then you are coming up in your senses, and you say, thank God that he lived so many years and he died peacefully and in a Christian way. I'm saying with you this story, that's a personal story, for you to understand that faith is something secret, is something divine, is something unapproachable, but yet it's for you and for me. And we have to ask God to give us this kind of faith. This is, this is what I'm asking from God in today's prayer, to give us the strength to be faithful, to give us the wisdom to ask him to strengthen our faith, and so we can become the example for our children and for our grandchildren, for our neighbors, for our co-workers, and for whom we are associating in this life. In order for us again to celebrate Easter, that is coming after a few days. Because if you are approaching Easter without faith, it's just an event. But if you are approaching Easter with the faith, you feel the eternity. 
you feel that you never die. You feel that you belong to him. That is the A, the Alpha, and the Omega. And that is where we are driving the right, to be closer to him. So let us pray that with his help we'll find the strata, the path that leads closer to him. God bless you. God be with us always. And let us pray for one another. And of course, I wish to all of you, Hello, Pastor. Happy Easter.